Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 68 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host, Chris Averick, and on today's show, we've got the returning James Hopkins, who's women's first team coach and head of development at Skilltech Sports. He talks developments behind the scenes for the Women's Academy. Also on the show, it's the last SBTS fan roundtable. And it's a special one as we've got the mighty centre-half pairing of Finn O'Mara and Craig Stone on the show. Not to be missed. Enjoy, Hastings fans. Now, over to the shout-outs. This one's from Tim Reeves. This is a really special one for a special cause. This is the 10th Barry Gurr Memorial Race Day and it's on Thursday, May 19th at Linfield Park. Return coach fair entrance race tickets, programme, raffle ticket and use of hospitality lounge, only 40 quid per person. There will also be a race day auction of signed footballs from Hastings' own and most capped Prem player, Gareth Barry. Coaches leave 10.15 to 11am staggered. Return to Hastings by 7pm. The fourth coach is now booking, so contact Tim Reeves on 07 985 772 174 if you're interested and remember all proceeds go to St Michael's Hospice get your name down this one's from John Gale it's a shout out to Simon Avery John's stepson who's followed the use for 35 years plus message goes happy birthday Si this is for the 11th of May love from John and that's the shout outs and now over to James Hopkins gives me great pleasure to have James Hopkins back on, uh, a man who never takes a day off. And um, I'm sure, is this a day off today, James? Uh, no, this is a morning off, and then I'm working from one. Yeah, that's always what I mean, always. Coaching yeah. all the time. Exactly. So in terms of people that may not have seen uh, previous interviews with James, he's uh, in charge of development with Skilltech Sports. Uh, at, currently, he's the women's first team coach of our Unfortunately, uh, just missed out on promotion, but still an excellent season. Uh, and you're also a lead academy coach. That's uh, right, yeah. James has contacted us because there's a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes, lots of exciting stuff happening. So, James, the floor is over to you, sir. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, just to start, I mean, it's been a really, really challenging season for the women's team. We've had some amazing success since 2019, really. Uh, the club didn't have a women's section. The, the, the women's team was launched in 2020. Um, and obviously, Billy vowed that we were going to take women's football very seriously, which we have. Um, 2021, the women's team won the Sussex League. And now, 2022, we have over 100 girls from age 3 to 16 participating in football in Hastings, which is absolutely amazing. Um, the other day, we had two of our age groups under 10 and under 11 playing competitive games on the pilot field the girls and the under 11s went to the semi-finals of their cup our under 15s team really successful they're now in their cup final which we're waiting for a date for and they'll be moving into our under 16s team Mm. um, which we are hoping now we're going to have a much closer link with our development squads which we have a training session for once a week Mm. which then is linked to the first team so we're trying to get the pathway a lot closer together so the girls can see a clear structure to the first team and, and opportunities for them, basically. So that's what we're looking at doing at the moment. Yeah. 
changes behind the scene then, James. A little birdie a little tweaked in my ear that maybe uh, you were taking up a different post. Yeah, so basically how we're structuring the academy is Mm. we're going along the similar lines to what professional football clubs do. So um, due to the expansion of the Women's and Girls Academy, um, it now calls for a youth development coach, which is ages between under 12 to under 18, which is more not going to be is my post. Um, yeah. Previously, I, I, I looked after the whole academy. Craig Otley, um, who has been working tremendously with our younger age groups, is going to be our foundation phase lead coach. Um, and him and myself together are going to work to build on what we've already created just to get some more structure. Due to travelling, I've got my own family, etc. I wanted to stay locally in Sussex. And so I'm going to take over the under-16s age group. Um, and we are looking at increasing our training schedule from one session per week to two or three sessions per week um, to try and get those 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds, um, and eventually, you know, development players ready for first-team football. So that's that's where we are. So it's all developing. We've had We've learned a lot over the last year about lots of different things and again it's it's coming down for us we want to expand there's a lot of girls that want to play football mm. but we're very limited on facilities in the Hastings area um, and it is it is it is frustrating um, the motivation is there and the appetite is there for girls football and we're facilitating that for them but if we don't have adequate facilities the, the, you know, the, yeah. the people are just not going to want to play. That's the difference. Well, that's that facilities issue again, isn't it? I know that that came up with what the proposed move to the Tyne Kiln and what that was all about, you know, getting those facilities. Mm. It's just, <laughs> I mean, you must be pulling your air out, James. It is. It's frustrating. Uh, we try not to let it get us down because we mm. have a job to do. We need to make sure that we can work with what we've got, the best of what we've got. But we want participation in women's football in Hastings and the surrounding area to increase. And it's not just about football. It's about their physical health, their Mm. mental health and wanting to do something that they love to do. And with not even not not even two or three artificial pitches available around here and and the, the lack of motivation to get these facilities from the local area, it's really frustrating. Uh, We try and look positively. Um, but obviously we can't do, there's not much we can do other than that. I know. I mean, what's what's going to be, if it carries on this way, what will be our loss will be another town's gain that have got those better facilities. I mean, if we two or three pitches, I mean, it's... Uh, just... It's just, un, it's, it's not sustainable because um, <laughs> the boys need to play, the women need to play, the girls need to play. Um, and it, it it is it is frustrating. But as you say, we just have to keep growing and just hope that someone with some vision or someone with a bit of a sensible head will say, this is what we need for our young people. Mm. But, you know, yeah. what can you do? We're looking for girls um, at secondary school level, mm. between the ages of uh, under 13 and under 16, that want to play football for Hastings United Football Club. Mm. We are actively recruiting new players. We do have teams at that particular stage at the moment, but we're always looking to increase and complement those squads. Um, so we're going to be announcing soon some extra training days that we can do once we've sorted out where we're going to actually do it um, mm. and find the facility. We want to try and increase the training from, as I said, from one session to three sessions a week. Mm. Um, that's very important because a lot of the clubs at the higher level, so Lewis, who are playing Liverpool next weekend mm. um, and Brighton, 
when they have their academies, they have a six hour contact time per week. And we want to try and replicate that um, for the girls so they get really good value for money and they can you know, express themselves and enjoy their sport. That's what we're trying to do. So we're looking for new players for under 16s um, and our under 14s, basically, at the moment. Yeah. For, for women that are listening, girls that are listening now, how would they go about finding out about these sessions? The Academy is on social media, so it's on Facebook, Twitter. Um, I understand we have an Instagram account. I don't manage that because Twitter and Facebook is my limit. Yeah, same um, way. <laughs> um, but if they email academy at hastingsunited.com, <clears throat> they can express their interest. Then that will be directed to the, the, the correct age group manager. Um, and then we'll just get them in and they can come and try it for free. They don't have to pay. They can come and try it for free. And if they want to join the club on a regular basis, then we can go through that process as well. I, I must ask, James, I know I keep going back to this, but how do you get enough? Well, how is there enough time in the day for you? I mean, with a family and everything, I mean. Um, everyone has to be on board with it at the end of the day. This is what I want to do. So mm. the way that I, the way I work is, you know, it's just, you do what you got to do, you know, mm. and um I don't really, I don't buy into excuses. That might sound a little bit arrogant, but I just don't think no. if you want to do something, then you just do it. You're all you know? in. You're all in. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I have a passion for the for the game, and and I have three girls of my own. So if there's nothing for them to play when they're older, mm. then that's I've I've failed. So Are they all going to be playing for Hastings, though. Yeah. That's that's the that's the aim. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, James. Anytime you want to come on, any of our updates, please just drop us a bell. Always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, James Hopkins. No problem. Thank you. Cheers, Take Chris. care and see you next season. Yes. Thanks, mate. Very much. Take care. And now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And for the last time this season, a big thanks to Andy, Leon, Matt, Smithy, Malcolm, a sly little run-in from Johnny Wills, and of course, the mighty Finn O'Mara and Craig Stone for making it happen. And right, so it gives me great pleasure. The last of the season, we've got the fantastic Finn O'Mara with us. I've already said he's the ginger assassin, a, a tremendous centre-half who, who helped turn our season around. So, Finn. Don't be silly. Cheers. Don't be silly. <laughs> if we want to talk silly, we're going to talk about that interview you did for Folkestone. <laughs> uh, like chin in a rhino. What was all that about? Chin in a rhino. Yeah. What? Yeah. Or a gorilla. Gorilla. Was it? Yeah. Well, but, but can you? Well, you did some Folkestone interview, and it was about seven minutes long. And they were asking you all sorts of bizarre questions. Yeah. Like, like what's your oh, favourite? Fight a gorilla. <laughs> would you fight, and what would you try and knock out, and all this sort of stuff? And you said you're going to chin a rhinoceros or something. <laughs> That was, that, was a, that was a young that was a young thing, I think. Now the, be, the, the best one was the best one was what's your favourite jam, and you said Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> That just shows the wages at Folkestone, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's shopping at Waitrose now. <laughs> we'll have a look at Waitrose next. <laughs> yeah, don't. Well, we're, you're going to make Billy have an heart attack there. <laughs> nah. Actually, I mean, I'll introduce everyone else and I'll get back to your Finn. So, obviously, uh, we've got Windy Gale. Of course. We've got Malcolm. We've got Smithy. Yeah. We've got a uh, very quiet 
Flat white Andy. Yep, just snuck in. Hey, Andy. So what, are you, are you being long black now then? <laughs> no, no, no. We might, we might have flat a... White, you know, we'll think, white, about okay. a re-brand, think about a rebrand in the summer when I've spoken to my people. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, and we've got the lounge lizard himself, um, Goat Sledge Waller, Leon. Pleasure for you to be here, Leon, mate. And, of course, Linda Stroke Matt. You really must change that, Matt. You stop being Linda. I'm not. I'm not a tech person, mate. As you know, I do tools. She does tech. That's how it goes in our ass. Okay. Well, ask, <laughs> we'll we'll all ask her politely, please. It's a nice 21st century house, there. So <laughs> 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 obviously we've got the wonderful Finn on. Um, I just just quickly on the that, that interview, you were saying that you're a big Millwall fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not off bad at the moment. I've been down the old den, the new den, but that was the eighties. It was a bit different. What's it like going following me all at the moment? Uh, to be fair, the last sort of four or five years, I've sort of not really followed them as much. To be fair, just where I've been sort of focusing on my football. But I used to go. I used to have a season ticket with my dad and a couple of his pals, and we used to go down there every Saturday and sometimes during the week. Um, but I was we was going every week when when we had that FA Cup um, run where we beat oh, we beat Swindon yeah no that was a playoff we beat someone in the FA Cup at home I can't remember who it was now it was quite a big team and Danny Shit who scored the scored one of the oh, goals and I always look yeah I always watched Danny Shit and I wanted to be that sort of powerhouse a little bit um, but yeah I, I, I do. I do enjoy watching Millwall. Funny, yeah, because funny that I went because uh, I'm, I'm a QPR fan originally, mm. and um, obviously Danny Shute went over to QPR afterwards, didn't he? Or did he? Yeah. No, actually, he came from QPR. Or did he come didn't back? He? Yeah, he, he came back. QPR, yeah, yeah. What a, what a player! Just absolutely yeah. sleeve. Mm. Like he cleared. He, oh my god! If he was coming in trying to clear a ball out, about eight players got taken. <laughs> away. Yeah, magnificent yeah. player, but. Um, mm. Just a real powerhouse, I think, really, as a centre-back. Sort of talk about them old-school centre-halves when you talk about Vidic and players like that, where they just do what they, their job is. He could play every now and again, but his main role was to defend and to do what defenders got to do, and it really, <laughs> and do it well. <laughs> OK, right. OK, so do we want to talk about Seven Oaks? Do we want to say, I mean, what... Finn, it, we're a little bit of an off day. Um, for the team, I mean, what, what was it? Do you think just everyone was in holiday mode? What was what was it? Or um, was Seven Oaks good? To be fair, it, I, I know one of the fellas, and I I spoke to him, uh, Freddie Parker, who's gone down there in the last since the new managers come in, and I said, "Oh, said you boys have been doing well, really well." He went, "Oh, just he's just a really good manager, like in terms of when he come in, um, even the management." I know one of the assistant manager and he said that fortunately for us every player left when we joined so they literally had a fresh budget a fresh everything so that's all their players so it's a completely different it's a completely different different Seven Oaks side that was bottom of the league a couple of months ago so it's almost like a, a half decent side but I thought, I, I thought they um, I thought they played well obviously we had an off day um, I don't know some of us may have been in holiday mode already because it was done um, and there was no real need to win but it would have been nice to especially at home to sort of end it on a 
on a high note. Um, but I think for some players, uh, it's just it's hard to just find that little bit of extra motivation. Yeah. Um, but again, that comes with sort of maturing as a player and stuff like that, which is understandable. Um, but yeah, it, it was an off day. But I thought, as I said, seven weeks. I think they'll be contenders for next season. To tell you the truth, I think they'll I think they'll do really well next season, um, and they deserve to be to be up there, especially what, what the what the, new, the new manager's done in the last sort of like what two months or something. Yeah, so eight on the bounce, isn't it? Just yeah, just so ridiculous. Yeah, really good. Mm, mm. Yeah. Won't talk about seven weeks too much. No, yes. <laughs> Still annoys me. <laughs> But uh, it was nice to see. I mean, obviously, we, we saw Nori's mum, and it was uh, yeah. it was nice that uh, yeah. Nori got a goal for his mum. Yeah, that was nice. That was I think that was a good that was a good the good thing about Saturday. Like we all the lads really love Nori, and we sort of hammering and stuff like that. And oh, you got to shoot. Like, well, he has a he had that shot in the first half, and there must have been about twelve people all go up to him at half time. He said, "Next time, shoot Nori. Don't just pass it to the goalkeeper." <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but we we do like Norris. I'm happy that he did get his goal, even if it was wasn't as magnificent as he wanted it to be. It's a goal at the end of the goal day. A goal, yeah. You, you see how much it meant to him, and uh, he deserves to get the man of the match, really. And he doing it doing it in front of his his family can't beat that. Really, that's the best thing about football, especially when you're doing well in front of your, of your family and stuff like that, and they see it and. Yeah, happy. I'm happy for him. Hopefully, we can just next season he can hit the ground running. I think all it takes. It's a shame that he scored the goal in the last game of the season. If he had scored the goal five to ten games ago, he would have probably have got about four or five. It's just getting that, just getting that momentum and getting going. Hopefully, he can bring it on for next season. Really, you you didn't need that though because you just come along and you're like, oh, all right, I'll have an overhead kick. <laughs> What's that about? Uh, I thought I, was, I thought I was a player. <laughs> I still think I'm a player. <laughs> I don't know how I've done that. Still to this day. I was. Still do me. Oh my god. <laughs> Craig, you Craig, can't believe it, mate. Craig came up to me after the game and just went, "I still just can't comprehend how you've done that thing." I was like, "Neither do I." I said, oh, "I come up from a blur." I said, "I had a blackout and I woke up and I was celebrating in front of the fans." <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Do you dine out on that at every given opportunity? Because we, we all would, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Chris, can you hear me? Look, it's an absolute pleasure that you're on, Craig. I've just been listening to Finn for the last 10 minutes, which is a shame. Got to the bit when he was talking about his goal, and then it luckily cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, you get home safely, all right? <laughs> I, I, I struggled listening to you for 10 minutes. <laughs> made it harder. Craig, put it on mute. Craig, what's the key to, to what you think to the, the your, your centre back partnership? Because obviously you've been magnificent to both of you this season. I mean, is uh, are you the? Oh, hang on, are you the man in the relationship? I shouldn't say that, but like you know, are you who, who's leading who? Um, who wears the trousers? Who wears the trousers? That's it. Go on. Well, obviously that that, that one's obviously me. Um, but, I, but I think I'll, I'll, I think I win that by age. I think that's the only reason. Um, but no, I, I, um, to be, we've known each other quite a while, me and Finn. So obviously with the Gillingham connection, um, we've known each other for quite a while. And then um, I've obviously seen him around locally as well, doing some pre-season training, different bits and pieces. And we've spoken quite quite regularly beforehand. So the fact that we knew each other obviously helps and got a bit of a connection there with, as I say, with, with Gillingham and, and different bits and pieces. We've been playing at Folkestone and people I knew at Folkestone and, 
and he knows the same sort of circle of people. So, so that really helps. And then I think um, I think Finn's style and um, and my sort of style kind of complement each other quite well. And I think the biggest thing was uh, when obviously Gaz got the job and, and left. It was and, and sort of didn't want to continue playing. He wanted to manage. It was my biggest worry was who I was going to play alongside because Gaz had been so good for me. Really, not just. Um, the partnership, but he, he was really big. He complimented how how I sort of played as well. Finn's coming and done exactly the same. So, if not, probably a younger version of Gaz. So, you know, Finn's going to be around for a long, long time. He's, you know, he's got he's got a good future ahead of him. And to be honest, uh, since the first the first game he's come in, he's got you know he's got better. So, I mean, that's credit to him. It, you know, I heard Gaz say a few weeks ago that. Who knows where sort of it can take Finn consistently playing games of football at, at whatever level. He wasn't playing at Folkestone as much as what he should be, and now he is, and, and who knows where he can go. But it's, yeah. it's great. I mean, we get on really well. We have car school and stuff like that as well. So, um, and we've known each other for quite a while. So, I just try and help out where I can. He helps me where he can, you know? Can I ask you, out of the pair of you two, obviously, like you, you're both capable of scoring goals and especially like the first 20 minutes of games, you both tend to push up and uh, affect from set pieces. Do you have a bit of sort of banter between the two of you before games as to who's going to try and get one? To be fair, Craig, what does he say? He always, uh, I think it was on Saturday, I had a chance to score. And I put it over the bar, that header. And he looked at me, he's gone, oh, Finn. Oh, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers, Finn. You've let the fans down. <laughs> cheers, mate. <laughs> but not usually I mean we both go up anyway so usually it's uh, yeah. we just decide where we're going to go and actually we normally say to each other should we go and score should we or something like that we, you got, I mean you got score? more than me to be honest they don't really seem to come anywhere near me but, but um, you, just, you just get the assist crazy, you know? he's, he's got a bigger head than most so <laughs> but yeah I mean yeah, you've got to remember two of, two of Finn's goals have come from my assist so one day you return the favour I guess <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one of my favourite moments of the season when you, you set up um, you put it on the plate for Finn I can't remember who it was against but like when you two celebrated you could just see there was a, there was a wonderful bromance there between yeah. you two it was, it was actually beautiful to see <laughs> I, I, I think I think most fans like did their hammies in just watching you um, twist and turn that defender in and out Craig yeah I did mine a few times I think I did them and then untangled them I think <laughs> oh Craig yeah, yeah I, I think I, I I do enjoy playing with with Craig because uh, I like we said like on the first game that we played it was Craig who was the first game was it three bridges away probably yeah, right, three yeah. bridges yeah and I can't remember what I done but I must have we done well the whole game and I think it was I think it was either nil nil or one nil to us and um, the geezer must have just slipped round me and he's gone through a goal and Craig's at the halfway line and this fella's probably about near the goal. Next thing I just see Roadrunner, Craig, just go, <laughs> come out of nowhere, take this player out, get the ball. And I'm thinking, oh, right, oh, I've never yeah. had that before where I make a mistake and someone helps me out and it sort of works both ways. But yeah, I think from that game, I knew that it was going to, it was going to have a good sort of partnership and see how far it got us. But it's got us to the league, thankfully. Yeah, brilliant yeah. stuff. I reckon, I reckon um, Gillingham could do with both you two at the moment. Oh, I tell you, they're, they're not doing so well. Um, they're not, they're not doing so well. Phone. They no, couldn't afford Craig's wages, though. Yeah, I might have my phone keeps ringing, Finn. So yours must be. I'll have to buy two phones, Craig. 
That game at Three Bridges, Finn, that it was interesting how how quickly you said what one thing we noticed was that you, that you just played so comfortably straight away. Um, and you'd you'd been sort of like um washing around at Folkestone, not getting many games and that. How 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 easy was it? It, it? Why did it feel so comfortable slotting in? And how were you feeling before that move? Because it's, it's still a mystery to us how Folkestone let you go. We've talked about this before on the yeah. podcast. It's, what was going on for you to be released by them? Because you settled in and looked like a footballer the moment you, you started playing. You didn't look rusty. And, and then obviously things got better. What, what was what was going on there? Um, I think it's just like I said, football's all about opinions. I think everyone knows that, and it's just it's just a shame that it didn't work out. Like I, I really, I did really enjoy it at Folkestone, and like, I was there for what four or five years, and it was it was really good. The change room was really good. Like all the lads was in there, and that's what that's what I enjoyed mostly. That's what I was worried about. Sorry to go in coming to Hastings for his very first, just because the the change room at Folkestone was so good. Like all the lads I really mm. I really enjoyed being around them. Like we'd always go out and stuff like that. And in terms of like families, it was really good. And that's what I was worried about coming to, to Hastings in case it wasn't the same. Because if you're around people that you want to be friends with, then when mm. it comes to football, it just makes it so much easier. And to be fair, from the first training session on the Thursday when I came into Hastings, it was like Oh, wow, these this is this is a really good dressing room. Like I spoke to to Hass, Sam Hassler, he's the one that sort of sorted it all out. Um mm. and he said, Yeah, the change rooms the change rooms are really good. All the lads are bang on. There isn't there isn't any bad eggs. Yeah, from from that I just thought when you're like I said to you, when you're playing with people you want to play with, it's it's so much better. You actually enjoy it a lot better. Um but yeah, I I just think football's about opinions and it's a shame it didn't work out at Folkestone, but if it happens for a reason, and yeah, I don't yeah. think we'd. It's a shame, but yeah, their loss is our game. Jesus, I mean, yeah, we should exactly. talk. We should talk about the Awood Zeeve one, where the ball bounced right oh. between the two centre halves, oh. and the guy went on to score, make it two 0 How did I know oh. it wouldn't take long to pipe up? I knew that was coming. <laughs> nah. You see, you see, Jerson, Jerson, who scored, he was at Folkestone, so he wanted to get a move. So me and Craig said, if we let him score two, then. He can get a move somewhere else. <laughs> oh, got you, yeah. it's, just making, it's just making some interest within the league because we know what we're going to yeah. do. We like, so we knew we were going to go and win it by 13 points or whatever it was. So it doesn't need to be 16 points, does it? Yeah. <laughs> that was dull. And that was Finn's fault as well, not mine. <laughs> I got dragged, didn't I? So it wasn't mine. Actually, chaps, talk, talking of the league we're going to, the, the issue in Prem, obviously you've got a great amount of experience there. Uh, you obviously played up higher up the leagues, but the, the, the league we're going to now, I mean, what, what's the biggest difference that us Hastings fans are going to find in terms of, in what way is it going to be more difficult for you chaps? I mean, what, what to look out for? I think it's more for us centre-backs. I think it's more like every now and again, you'll sort of like switch off for like a second, even like the last sort of a month, I'll switch off for a second and say the centre forward's gone through on goal and, Louis will make a really good save or the fellow will put it over the bar or slip over the ball or something like that. That doesn't happen. And I think it doesn't happen as much. You've got yeah. to be focused 24-7. 
if you look away with the fairies for a second, that fellow would be in goal, in on goal, and then it'd be one nil. Mm. And I think it's just that staying concentrating twenty four seven and thinking about off the ball and stuff like that. Like what Gaz and uh, John's been doing is this thing called the lock up, where it's you got to set it up so that you don't prepare to foul, and we're always going to be focused twenty four seven when we've been doing it. But that's why we, that's why I think we've got so many clean sheets. In that we had a run of what nine clean sheets or something more than that, and that's just down to us focusing twenty four seven. And for us and for me, I'll give the ball to I'll give the ball to the people that can play football, and I'll worry about everything else. I'll worry about my jobs. You worry about your jobs. I think it's just staying concentrated for the whole ninety minutes and not having that that ten minutes at the start of the second half. Like I feel like the last couple of months, the second half we'd come out, we'd be a bit down and we'd take a bit of time to get yeah. to get going. But in the league above it's it's not like that. You can't have can't, get away can't have that. a can't have a ten minute off spell because if you have a ten minute off spell you could be four 0 down. And like it happened just before I left uh folks when we played against Carl Shorten and I was on the bench, it was five 0 down within the first wow. 30, 40, 40 minutes, thirty minutes, something like that. Away to Cole Shorten and that's game over. You, you, yeah. you, you're never coming back from that. <laughs> you're coming down 5-0, yeah. down away from home. But, yeah. What do you think, Craig? I think, um, yeah, Finn's right. I mean, it's there's there's not masses, you know, it's not huge, yeah. huge jump. I don't kind of go into it thinking that we've, there's anything for us to, to fear and to worry about. But, I mean, the standard is, it, it's, it sounds pretty obvious, but the higher levels you go up, the better the players are. Um, and and majority of the teams are, are better. So you're dealing with, um, you're not getting as many games that what I would probably call that we've had comfortable this season where you're going into games thinking there's it, not, you know, we can be at half pace and we're probably still comfortably going to go and go and win the game. You're not mm-hmm. seeing as many of those um, sorts of games um, in the league above and, and the, the higher you go up again it's it's just less of those games occur and, and the games get tougher and tougher players get fitter players get better in terms of technical ability and and, and potentially take take things a little bit more serious you know it's the higher levels you go up some of these players it's it's their careers it's their it's their livelihoods you know when you look at someone that like Finn who we've got from the Ryman Premier you know what, how old are you Finn 23, 24 um, you know, still with a big future in in front of him, and still with a, a you know hell of a chance in the game. So mm. you know, taking it seriously. Whereas some people, potentially at our level, may have given up on that hope slightly. So, so yeah, the, the league the league gets stronger. Um, there's teams that that get stronger. You're looking at the top six or seven teams in that league. You know, big budgets, good sides, been around it a long, long time, and 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 they know what they're doing. But but then you know. I, we're a huge club. We're a huge club for for the level that we're we're at. They're, you know, we're it's even more. We're just as much of a huge club in the in the league above as well. So, so we'll go into that level, and teams will expect us to go in there and straight away do do well from the start and to cause them problems. You know, so um, yeah, nothing to fear. But same as what Finn said, it's the, the levels you go up. There's slight slight differences in ability. That's that's just um, you know goes without saying. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's in this league. It's more some people are just doing it for a bit of money or just to do it to for the weekend. And the league above, people are trying to get a move and get back into the league and try and actually take mm. it seriously. And like a, a power I used to play football with Ira Jackson, who's now at 
uh, what is he at now? He's at Wiltstone. He was he didn't have a job, and his mm. job his job every day he'd go down the park, and he trained for five hours straight every day, wow. and he sacrificed he sacrificed money, as in getting two source, sources of income, and he'd just go down the park and just train for hours, and obviously he got he got what he wanted, and he got his yeah. move. Uh, obviously, got to, went to Grimsby in League Two, but like, like what Craig said, the ability goes up and the seriousness of games go up, and like people prepare for it a lot better um, in terms of Friday night instead of going out for a meal. We misses having a couple of pints, we're indoors, chicken and chicken and rice, water. You're, you're going to be all right next year. We were talking about it last week. You you um you played against higher league teams this year in cup competitions and you handled yourselves really well, didn't you? Mm. So yeah, I, re- yeah. I reckon you'd be fine. Mm. I think with the support that Hastings give as well, that's got to be extra sort of uh, motivation yeah. and uh, make uh, big games easier. Yeah. And uh, just to touch on what you were saying a minute ago, that some of the games this season have been really comfortable and like you know, Faversham at home, for example, was a thumping when it is Quinstead was a thumping twice. Um, there's going to be less of that next season, isn't there? Yeah. But I don't think there's anyone who's, who's looked at this team and thinks, even with no one else, we're not going to struggle, are we? No way. No. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. I think, like Craig said, you, in, this, in the league we've just been in, you turn up to games and you know you're going to win three points just because mm. the, even if we turn up, even if we don't turn up and we've still got the quality just to sort of get through the 90 mm. minutes and win a comfortable 2-0, 3-0. But again, next season there's nothing to worry about but it's more everyone's just got to be switched on if you're not switched on then you'll get you'll get found out straight away mm. but yeah I don't think we've got anything to worry about we've got, we got the quality any any games you chaps are looking forward to uh, meeting up with old sort of friends um, <laughs> or rivals that you want to I'm looking forward to Folkestone <laughs> that'd be a great game yeah I think it will I think we'll <laughs> That means we be rude to folks, but I feel like we might have more fans than them. Yes. Yeah, sure. We've got to make sure we have more fans. Oh, than them, in terms of in terms of why, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I, I do enjoy playing against Margate away. Believe it or not, my missus says yeah. she'd love to go Margate, so that's a good mm. one. I'm I'm there. I'm there yeah. for Margate. That'll be yeah, nice. It's yeah. A, it's quite a nice little. We usually when we was at folks, we used to play them on. Christmas Day, uh, not Christmas Day, Boxing Day or New Year's Day. Uh, so it made, obviously, where it was a, a derby, it made it a lot better. But I don't think I've lost against Margate, believe it or not. So hopefully I can keep that. Keep that going. Keep that going, please, yeah. Finn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'd just, it just be nice to go to some different grounds because obviously mm. um, the last three seasons we've been going to... Um, Hold on, Craig. Are they, they my boots behind you? <laughs> no, that's Paul Gascoigne's boot, that mate. Oh, oh yeah, right, sorry, Simon Gascoigne. Right. No, you wouldn't. That, that wouldn't be yours, no. <laughs> yours, is yours is framed up, framed down in the living room, mate. Your one. Oh, right, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, in the bin somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be good to go to some different clubs, and it's just nice, especially for the club as well. That have um, you know been struggling to get out of this division for quite some time. It's it's nice for the fans to be going somewhere different and. Um, you know, sort of taking, we'll, we'll take some big following, I would have thought, for next season, especially for yeah. a lot of the stadiums being new and a lot of the places being new for a lot of the fans. And, and as Finn said, we'll, you know, we'll pack, in terms of away fans, we'll take a hell of a lot to most places. And then at home, I'm sure we'll we'll be breaking a 1,000 regularly, 1,200 and 
pushing on maybe 1500 regularly so um yeah I, I'm, I'm yeah in terms of there's there's lots of i mean when you get as old as i am there's um there's lots of players that are out there that I'll be playing against as there mm. that I know that as there was sort of this year. So um yeah it'd be nice to see some some different people and who knows where people end up this this stage of the season, you know. There's a lots of uh mm. football turns around and players go and move different places. Mm. So um but it's been nice change for for Hasting to be playing against different teams. Malcolm's very quiet today. Why is he so quiet? What's this about? I'm always I'm always quiet when Craig's around. <laughs> yeah, that, he knows best. Is he signing next year? Then I didn't think he was signing next year. Nothing's been confirmed yet, Malcolm. Nothing's been confirmed. No, no I haven't heard free from agent. Gary about negotiations. Craig, well, you're free agent. Technically, Chris, I'm a free agent. Yes, yeah, I'm a free agent. My Mal- Malcolm Sturridge is doing it my, Saturday. He is, yeah. <laughs> my contract finished the last game of the season. So as same oh, as everybody can't else, I'm sign him up. Unlike Finn, he's the only one that's still signed on. So the rest of us are just, um, we're going to get Saturday out of the way. We've got a nice little um, celebration on Saturday. And then uh, we'll all sit down and talk to talk to Gaz and yeah. after that and see where we go. Talk Turkey. I'm going to start a new group chat, Craig. I'm going to invite people as they sign a new contract. Yeah, you invite, <laughs> in, you invite in whoever you want, Finn. And then maybe start up to you, really. <laughs> Leon, I'm his agent. So I, I'm not yeah. Pogba's brother. You know, I have to stir it a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, God help him. Fuck yeah. it now. So well, you've got £10 million signing on for you, have you? And, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you, I mean, I must admit, it's quite funny, Finn being what Finn being the age he is, and I already already think of him as a senior player. I think yeah. that probably, probably illustrates the impact you've had. How do, how do you two feel about the squad at the moment do you think there'll be many comings or goings or any do you think there are any areas we need a bit of strengthening I think one thing off I think by the looks of it he's off <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that the one thing you talked about both of you I think is that week to week now it's, it might become more of a grind mightn't it because games are going to get tougher you won't get that you won't get a mental break like like you got this season, you almost got mental breaks some weekends, didn't you? Because of the nature of the game. I think Malcolm even referred to Craig being bored in one of the games. <laughs> do you think we need do, do you think we need topping up, or do you think the squad is good enough? Um, I, Sign I think Craig first, and then go on, Craig. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yes, that. I do think we have to um, improve the squad um, because I think it's. That's just the nature of it. When you're going up to another level, um, you're right in what you're saying. I think we probably need a couple of more bodies in certain positions. You know, you've got at the moment, there's there's me and there's Finn um, in terms of centre-half and other players can sort of do a job. But whether they get another centre-half in, whether they, you know, obviously Harvey Mapstone, who come in, did great um, mm-hmm. against Lance. So whether Gary looks at potentially bringing younger players in to help in those positions. Um but then, but then I do think um, I do think as you as you go up the levels, I do think you've got to you've got to ride with that. Um, and and how Gary does that, I don't know whether he, that's obviously entirely down to him. And it's um, you know me and Finn can't really answer that. But do I think there'll be some new players in? Yes, um, I just think that's the nature of football anyway. And I think that would have been the case with whatever level we were in. 
Um, but especially going up into into a league that that is stronger and it, it is you know it is more it's better because it's the league above. So um, I do think there will be some people coming in. How how many? That obviously depends on one budgets and and two how many Gary fields that we need. Um, so I mean it, we'll have to wait and see. But I do I do see probably um, a few players will probably come through the door. Craig knows it. We've. We've both played the the in the premise. It, it, it seems like a very long season. I don't know about you, Craig. Did you feel that? What playing in the prem? Yeah, it seems like a very like it's a long season, like very demanding, especially when you're in the cups and like you don't get the odd game where it's like an easy three points. Every game's tough. Yeah. Uh, I think, and you, you especially at folks. I don't know if it was it was a it was an older squad. We'd get a lot of injuries and then you're, you're bare minimum and you haven't got a good bench. And I feel like just getting the bodies in, really. Um, but we have got, we've got enough bodies anyway. We've, a couple of games, we've left a couple of players, a couple of players out of the squad. Yeah, I think it's just getting the bodies in and just, just being ready for it, really. I think, I think we'll, be, we'll be all right. But like Craig said, it's always good to, to bring players in. I don't know, don't know what Gaz, Gaz's thoughts are like, if he's going to try and get people from that league or try and get people from the league we've come from, but we'll just have to wait and see pre-season, really. It's interesting. I suppose the thing is, one thing we were very impressed by when he was on with us was he's thinking in terms of getting the right type of person. And you talked about the dressing room, Finn. So that getting the right type of person for the dressing room as much as the right type of yeah. person, it seems essential. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's the big thing in football and people don't really realise it. Like... Mm. You can make a team of all the best footballers, but they might not gel. You think of some of the Man City sides, they've never really gelled and they've not really won much, but <laughs> you get teams that gel and then they go and do bigger and better things. And like, like in our dressing room, the dressing room is just, there's not, there's not a single bad egg from that last team that, um, that we won the league with. And that's, that's, all, that's all it's about. It's just keeping you, staying united and even... Players that weren't playing, like they were still giving their all and doing running after the game, and not sort of throwing their back, their toys out the pram, and that's what it's all about, I think. And mm. sort of just being there from the time when it gets tough, because you never know when, when you might get called up, and mm. not sulking when you're on the bench, and etc. etc. Like Kenny Pogue, you may not have played as much as he wanted, but he's come on and he scored goals, and then yeah. he's still sat on the bench, and he's he's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. He, he, may, he just he just constantly encouraging everybody from the yeah, line, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. He may obviously be annoyed. He may be annoyed, like yeah. everyone. Everyone's annoyed yeah. they don't play, but you don't. The fans don't see it that he's annoyed. Nah, he's always great. encouraging, even when we go like a goal down, or <laughs> I'll be having like a, a rough five minutes. I'll look at him on the side, and then just be like, "Oh, Finn, just come on," and then you sort of get yourself going again, and then he'll come yeah, on yeah. and. Like the, the goal the goal that he scored the other day oh. scoring a goal like that that's yeah. that's a way to that's that's what shows what the team's all about really and then everyone gets around him especially with the like you said about the Nori situation Nori scores a goal and everyone's around him because we all we all love him we always give him stick we always give him banter Craig gives him the most banter and gives him the most <laughs> stick <laughs> and he, he knows it as well yeah I can't deny that but that is because I love him though. that's why I've told yeah. him that a few times I did worry that actually you might not know that I do love him but I told him enough times 
Gary was saying yeah. the other week that the, the dressing room at the moment, he said it, it polices itself is what he said. And that if they bring someone in who's not sort of, you know, up to their task or putting their weight in, that he said, I don't have to say anything because the boys will dig them out for it. Yeah, that, and that, that, that is true. You know, it's what kind of epitomises that is that when we were... Um, the league was, you know, we, we need a point or whatever it was just before the Faversham game and those sorts of things. And we're training and, and a couple of lads are having, you know, I think it was Sam Hassler and, and Nori were having a row at training and only like sort of standards really about standards because something wasn't how what someone else wanted it and they're having a row. And most teams you think, come on, mate, you only need a point out in the next five games. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the demand that the boys, you know, don't get me wrong, we have incredible banter you know the 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 group chat goes you know I'm trying to work in a school and I'm getting 24-7 I'm, all I'm getting is my notifications coming through from the Hastings group you know and and to worry to open and God knows what's on there um, but, and it it's is it's, it's a really tight group and it's a really tight group but also demand really high standards and you know on on Saturday it was I remember Dicko having a go at me for for missing a header or whatever it was and and he went that's not you. And I'm like, all right, give me, give me a bit of a breather. I like, but that's, yeah. that's, um, no one, no one is too, too big to take it. And, and no one's sort of too small to dish it out. And that's what's, what's kind of good about the group. And, and that, and that's, you know, when you're talking about recruitment and, and with Gaz, it's the difficulty for Gaz because, you know, it's bringing people in and yes, you, you, you might think, right, we're going to bring people in that are going to improve us for the league above, but, it's such a tight group that it's actually really hard to recruit, um, as you've probably seen this year with 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 some lads that it just doesn't work out. And, and because if it, if it, oh, someone here. Hang on, hang on. Again, we've got the Ashford fan in. We've got Ashford. Oh, 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 wanker, wanker. <laughs> John, John, how's your dandruff? <laughs> It's terminal dandruff. Yeah. I'm having it treated. Yeah, hell. they say the. Where's it coming air, from? Does it good? But... Where's it coming from? You got nothing on your head. He's <laughs> <laughs> got that in his hating sub. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I must say, I resemble that. But I'm here at Ashford. Do you recognise this place, lads? Yeah, we seem to got three points there. Yeah. That 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 two that two one we had here was like the turning point. I think he went on a like 13 game unbeaten run straight after that. And it, it kind of, I feel it was amazing, you know, the atmosphere there. But I thought I'd come here, McLaren and Blue and... <laughs> and wind people right up. You better get out there quick. Last thing you've got to do, stay there. <laughs> They've got a whopping crowd here, about a quarter of what we get. For their playoff match, so <laughs> you're still left to wait two hours for chips. <laughs> Ask Robert. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of ways standing right in front of their main stand, slagging them all off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've had, a, I've had a few funny looks. They're, they're blinded by his bald head anyway. They can't see yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm torn between. Wanting them to win because it's such a good rival game for us, and and wanting them to see them get battered. 
And so, so I can't lose. We can't lose in this game. I, either way, there's there's benefits. Did you um, cheer when they scored, though? Did you cheer? No, of course oh, I didn't. Up. <laughs> what, what is the score? Yeah, what is the score? It's it's one nil to Ashford. So oh, okay. it was you. Cray play play it about nicely in the middle of the park without an end result, but really fast, really skillful. Ashford are more direct and um they so it's more more of a bit of a long ball strategy today but but they you know i i would say it deserves to be about level but but they've got the lead at the moment it's getting a bit feisty at times out there keep telling them you're Aston's fan that gave more feisty <laughs> yeah i don't want to jay, jay may scored yeah, anyway. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, not that I bothered knowing any of their names. <laughs> he played for us once, so you should know that. <laughs> Did he? All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. then, you come back if there's another goal, John. Yeah. Okay. All right. But have a good, have a good round table, and see you later. Yeah. Take care, John. <laughs> Cheers. Take care. Cheers. <laughs> bye. Bye. Oh, well. You're on a roundabout. <laughs> just keep going around in circles I would if I was I would if I was wearing that top around Ashford I'd be, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> paying attention to what was behind me he's probably being chased yeah oh, well, it's fair to say that Chris Kamara's job isn't under threat no <laughs> what did that pitch at? that was crazy what did you guys think that that um, 3G pitch it's like a one and a half G pitch what, it's that dreadful pitch absolutely disastrous yeah I can answer it's absolutely dreadful it's the um, oh. it's the worst 3G. Um, I, I'm very very surprised that they they get away with using it and yeah. they haven't had to resurface yeah. it because I know Worthing did at some stage for for whatever reason theirs was. So I'm surprised that they're maybe I, I don't know if it's anything to do with the level we're currently playing in whether they sort of pay much of attention to it. But I didn't think that that would meet FIFA standards at this at this situation whether it is now. I mean. Um, there's certain areas of it that are actually got holes in the pitch, so uh, yeah. it's really it's really tricky to play on, um, really mm. tricky, and uh, it does make it it does make the game a, a, a bit of a leveler. And I'm not surprised um, in terms of Ashford quite play quite direct because the pitch doesn't invite you as much as it's 3G. It doesn't invite you to play football on it, um, and Cray will probably find that fairly difficult because. For a three G pitch, it's it's it, the ball doesn't roll very true, and it's yeah it's, uh, quite difficult to judge. Yeah, Craig, your your second touch was always a tackle when we played Ashford. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't I didn't have it for longer than one or two. That's for sure. Too, and I took a leaf out of your book and just kept kicking it off the pitch. Just like that. That's it. No. I can't score from there, mate. As I always tell you, can't score from there. <laughs> Oh, it's another, another, it was another thing that made the victory so sweet, I must have, because the, you know, the ball just had a, life, had a life of its own sometimes, didn't it? It's just, uh, yeah, crazy. I think they're well, getting fun, it resurfaced. Is it right they're getting it resurfaced? I think so, and I think there's another pitch there. They're getting another 3G laid. Um, they've been given planning permission to have another 3G yeah. pitch somewhere, so... I think they're looking at redeveloping it, which is, you know, fair play to them. Fair play. Yeah. I mean, they've got a lovely bar, and I know that for sure, because I spent yes. quite a while in there, and we spent yeah. quite a bit of money behind there, so. That was a downstairs one, wasn't it? I'd never yeah. didn't even know they had a downstairs one. 
No, yeah. nice though. We spent yeah. a while in there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the one we were hissed was in his mankini? We we arrived just as they were just as people were getting off the coach and oh. Gary got off. Gary got off sort of singing and introducing himself to the stewards as he usually does. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I think obviously because quite a few more people went on the coach than usual, a few shell-shocked people <laughs> staggered off the coach behind him, <laughs> having enjoyed the half-hour journey. It was quite a, yeah. He almost didn't make it in. I don't think he was in a mankini, though. That was the game he put the mankini on. He might have put it on, yeah. I think it did appear, didn't it? Yeah. That was the sort of thing that was going on behind the goal, uh, chaps, yeah? That was yeah. Just this, this man in a, in a mankini... Wandering around. No, don't okay. get up that far, Chris. They're the centre arms who are up the other end. Yeah. Only for corners. <laughs> I don't know. I think Stoney got a special song at Ashford. What was uh, song? I think that, yeah, I do think you're, I think you're right there. No, that was the one and only outing of that song. Yeah, I think. Was it Ashford or was that, yeah, was it? Yeah, it was Ashford. Yeah. First half. Oh, great. Great song. <laughs> Got a lot of time for that. I do remember having a little chuckle to that. <laughs> can you remind us? Can you remind us, Adam? Oh, no, no, not on unless here. you were there. Uh, unless you were there, you've missed yeah, it. Yeah, you missed it. If you weren't there, you missed it. <laughs> oh, I bloody was there. I No, it's a long story. We don't have enough time to tell you. Maybe in a in a bar one day over a beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, if Ashford do end up getting promoted, then uh, you'll get another chance next next season, maybe to hear it. Yeah, Deal. yeah. If we play Ashford again next season, it will come out again. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that. It's annoyed me that I forgot that because I've been standing right next to you, Smithy. Ah, uh, you, you was away somewhere. Was I? Oh, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair is. Yeah, usually. <laughs> right, chaps. Shall we talk about summer plans? Now, Craig, you're obviously going to sign a new contract, so we're not going to have any talk about you playing for anyone else. Fosters. Yeah. Fosters. <laughs> Malcolm, can you be my agent? I can, I've, got to, yeah. I've got to choose between Mountfield and Nicholson over the summer, so if you can represent me. Certainly, mate. Yeah. Yeah, get me a few crates. Yeah, who do I have to get in touch with to go have a meeting? Oh, I'll send you over the details. Yeah, Don't you worry. You should start Eccleston, mate. The pitch is slightly better. Oh, is it? <laughs> slightly. But Mountfield. No, I, don't know, I don't know about that. At least Mountfield gets cut. Yeah, but it's on a star. Oh, it's not, a, it's not as much dog shit either. It's an ankle breaker. So, yeah. <laughs> so bad. which service station are you going to meet in to exchange the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Cobham. Yeah, I was going to, what, I was say, what, the garden centre? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably more appropriate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself a nice pair of cotton traders slippers whilst you're there. Nice fruit of the loom fleece. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> right, and, and getting back to the summer, <laughs> summer plan. The summer plan. <laughs> nice tangent. For the younger people. Yeah. I'm going to be Bermuda. How are you? Hang yeah. on, you're not still chasing Nori's mum, are you? No, it's Nan. <laughs> <laughs> she actually said, come over. She went, right, I'm on the plane. <laughs> so he's great, Nan. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, they were really nice, weren't they? What a lovely family. Blimey, that, was yeah. a, that was a real treat, actually, wasn't it? Really it? Nice. That, was, um, that made, sort of made the afternoon. And to see her 
jiggling up and down in the seat when Nori scored. Oh, was just that was excellent, wasn't it? A great, yeah, <laughs> yes, quite, quite, yes. You couldn't have you couldn't have written that. So that, no, that, did, so good. that did make the afternoon for the for all. You know, it's a bit disappointing, but you can never take that away from them. No, that's brilliant. Yeah, was that the main stand team. moment of the season? It was one of the main stand moments of the season, actually. Yeah, about as thrilling as it gets. I think. I think. On a, the funny thing that amused me, look at the photo on her Twitter bio. She's a hairstylist, and I could just see her. I think when we all rocked up, thinking, "There's no business in this lot." <laughs> just, 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 just surrounded by baldies. Yeah, dear. Right then, summer really plans. Good. Summer plans. Yep. So. Craig and Finn, what's what's your summer plans? What you got? Any, any nice holidays or anything like that before preseason? Yeah, Portugal with the boys. Yeah, Portugal oh, yeah, boys. That's the only thing that's on my mind is uh, a summer with um, with all the. Well, there's about seventeen of us off to Albufeira. Oh, a, uh, yeah, we're all the <laughs> champions party. So um, excellent. How, how, how long are you going for? Like ten days or something? Or no, no, no. We're only going. We never last ten days. God, God. Um, now we're going um, Friday, Saturday. Craig's, Craig's only going. For, Craig's only going for a night. Then he's going to shoot back. Yeah, <laughs> straight back home. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and come back Monday. So oh, lovely. Yeah, looking nice forward time. to that. And then other than that, I'll be uh, I'll be working until the summer holidays. Obviously teaching. So and then um, when the summer holidays, I'll be back straight to the pub. Straight to the pub for you when some of the base come around. Yeah, instead of instead of you know having games, I'll be uh, working and teaching and straight to the pub. Yeah, and then obviously <laughs> then I'll be back once once some the summer's over and uh, once Malcolm's done his business, back, yeah, we're back. Yeah, it's worrying because he's going to get lost in Portugal. He got lost in London, so can you imagine him in Portugal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm quite concerned. I'll be totally honest. I'm a bit concerned, but if I look, I look after you, Craig. Thanks, Finn. I'll look, I'll look after you for, for a couple more days. I looked after you all season. So. Well, I was just about hey. to say, mate, yeah. I was just I'm going to be like Madeline McCann's dad. <laughs> <right? laughs> remember, where you, remember where you was going to place them, mate, until we pulled you in. <laughs> At least you've been given permission to go. Eh? One or two haven't been given permission to, to go by their, oh, is by it? their respective oh, misses. Oh, oh, That's oh. what I've heard. That's what, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Any is that because you're trouble, Craig? No, no, no names here. Trouble, no, I was just saying one or two. One or no. two. Yeah, no. I'm on. I'm booked. I'm on. They're not divulging that, Leon, are they? No, I was trying to dig. I was trying to have a dig, but... I was going to say, who's responsible enough to be in charge of the kitty? Jack Dixon. He's incredibly organised, more than you would ever believe. Very organised. Yeah. Doing artillery... Yeah, time. You didn't have to even second. think about that. Straight off the bat, that was no, right. Jack, Jack Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I, I lost my tracksuit for two weeks after the one of the. Um, I think it was after Faversham, and then we went back to the club, and then we went out after. So I borrowed some of Jack's clothes, and I didn't have a clue what I did with my tracksuit. And he went, "Yeah, I washed it. It's here. I brought, I'll bring it back in for you on Saturday." <laughs> so I had to turn up to the game with no tracksuit, and Jack had it all along. He just kept wow. it for me and washed it. He's that organised. He's that, yeah, he's, he's very good. Did it have yeah. cre- any ironed creases into the trousers? It was the, it was the best I've ever had. It put it that way. <laughs> That's can, you see why I'm, can you see why I'm worried about Portugal? He goes, <laughs> goes down there in a tracksuit and loses it. 
<laughs> what did he wear on? He doesn't. He don't even. He don't know what he wore. I on. wouldn't have a clue. I couldn't tell you. There is Mankini. <laughs> Dangerous that. What are you going to do without your podcast to do for the summer, Chris? Well, my, my wife's not going to murder me because uh, she's. <laughs> uh, she might. Oh, actually, no. What am I going to do? Uh, I'm going to relax. Yeah. Oh, you're not with twenty kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. 21. Oh, not a chance, mate. <laughs> What's the date of the first one back? Oh, we'll probably do it... Uh, Next week. It's <laughs> the beginning of pre-season. Shout Beginning of pre-season or the end of pre-season and just review the pre-season. But I'm, I'm doing one next week, but that's for other non-league teams. I've got... Um, talking to some local teams. Leon will know about that, so... First episode, yeah. we, we will... How do we think Craig will get on now he's signed for Phoenix Sports? <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you, you won't see me there. Good <laughs> bar there, Craig. You can guarantee you won't see me there. Phoenix <laughs> Sports. You've been great, though, Chris. This has been great. You've done a real good job. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Thank you, mate. All, all yeah. I do appreciate that. It's I know, true. Um, you know, it's good for the players going on there and stuff like that. Nori said that he really enjoyed it and he was quite nervous and he gave us an opportunity to, <laughs> to throw a little bit more banter at him as well because I said to him, I said, I don't know why you seem to go on to these things and become Canadian when you're from Bermuda, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, players appreciate it. It's been great, honestly. Like it brings, you know, like brings the, the fans and the players and the club a little bit closer. So it's good what you're doing, Chris. Yeah, cheers, chap. It splits a few families up. I've taken some yeah. uh, some shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, he has. Yeah, has he? Well, he, listen, I've I've t- I've took a lot out what he put in. I can yeah. imagine. I've took a lot out. <laughs> I've saved Leon. Long, Leon would have been cancelled. Trying to get on here before I actually. Well, he, in fact, I didn't let him. He, in the end, he just did it without. Thought I wouldn't find out for some strange reason, mm. and then I see him on there, and he he hid for a few days, worried about what I'd say. But luckily, I let him off. He enjoyed. It was it, when so. it was COVID, Craig, wasn't it? I said I'm going to go on that, and he said, "If you ever go on that, I will never ever speak to you again." <laughs> so we it took since. me quite a few weeks to work out whether I ever wanted him to, and then I thought, "Oh, yeah. sorry, I'm going on anyway." Uh, it, it makes an it makes an old man happy, Chris. So. Well, it's a beautiful reunion since he's haven't spoken for six months. Lovely exactly. to see you guys. Yeah, <laughs> love it. We need to get that music yeah. in the background, don't we? Uh, I know, I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, no. Absolutely, it's a pleasure. It's 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 been an absolute pleasure watching the side this season. Uh, you lot have been magnificent. It's been great entertainment, and uh, you know the Hastings family, the fa- the fans. It's just a pleasure. So I've got nothing else to say, really. <laughs> I'm lost for words, mate. I mean, it's uh, go and enjoy the second half of Man City Real Madrid. I was going to say, has there been a goal yet? Yeah, two one. They were winning two 0 quite early on, I think as well. God, here we go. That's lovely yeah. then. Half time at the moment. Nice, okay. nice. Guess who well, scored Real Madrid's goal? Benzema. Yeah, yeah. what's he, he might be a free agent as well, Craig. Yeah, I'll, yeah Craig goes in. Is he one of Malcolm's? It'd probably be on similar. It'd probably probably be on similar wages to Finn anyway. So I'm sure we probably <laughs> to it. He's on my books. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did say. Yeah. We're obviously, we're obviously paying Finn too much anyway because the moment he got here, he had a haircut. Exactly. 
Yeah, I preferred him. I preferred him with his hair, to be honest. <laughs> I need I need someone to sign me. I haven't had one in ages. Yes, there's stuff nesting in there. Uh, you're all right, mate. <laughs> hey, what do you it's get festival for, season, mate? What do you get for playing for Eaglesham, uh, Leon? Uh, two two pints of beer, packet of nuts, <laughs> and salt and vinegar crisps. Is that it? And I'm quite, quite, quite pleased with that. Really. Yeah, but if I go to Mountford, it'll be four pints and the driver, <laughs> obviously. Leon is their biggest earner as well. Yeah. Those two oh, pints God, yeah. Nuts. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. But yeah, I'd obviously, you know, I don't, don't so get funny. enough on the on the raw mail, do I? Oh yeah, Bezos. All over. All, all over. over. I have, yeah, I, I still haven't decided. I'm 31 and I still don't know my best position. So I just... Depends where the most dog shit is. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. He's bloody fast. I know that much. Uh, I don't feel it anymore. Yeah. Well, listen, chaps. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a wonderful season. Windy, Malcolm, Andy, Leon. Uh, I'm not going to say Linda. I keep it tends to say Linda. Matt. <laughs> and Smithy, and particular, Finn and Craig. I'll see you next season. Take care, guys, and have a, a great break. Thanks again, Chris. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Cheers Chris. See you next season, boys. That's it for another week, news fans. One more week, and then we're off for summer holidays. And we'll be seeing you again till the pre-season. Stay tuned for next week, though, because it's how this podcast is going to be covering the thriving local football scene from next season as ever if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the twitter which is at hufcpodcast you can get this podcast on all major platforms be it google podcasts audible itunes spotify or amazon music and we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>